I seriously thought that was your first your first beer. How many is that? Sorry, I misjudged our countdown. Uh, three, four, and three and four sitting there. Three, four. <laughs> three and four sitting here. This is gonna be such a good podcast. Ready to go. Yeah, Vaughn's already like. Well, he's got beer number four um, over there, like open, ready to go, and you know. It's ready to go. So about halfway through the podcast, when he's too sloshed off his brain to actually talk. I'll just start talking about politics. About I'll that? be fine. <laughs> well, you have found the Shays Lounge for yet another week. I'm so sorry we did not have a podcast last week. We just... we. Oh. But last week, we didn't have one, and we're going to talk about why this week. We are. But again, you have found the Shays Lounge. This is Cricket. And I'm Vaughn. And we are going to take you through... What? Last we, couple of weeks? The last couple of weeks and, and the next couple of weeks, and we've just got all kinds of stuff written down. You've got like a whole page of stuff to talk about, so that's awesome. Yeah. I've got about a half a page to talk about, and then I figure I'm just going to like ad lib and come up with something on the fly. Well, I mean, before we've had like two or three things to writ- written <clears throat> down to talk about, and we couldn't really come up with anything. And then the next thing you know, we're like, oh, it's, crap. It's an hour it's, and a half it's, later. It's been an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We, we never seem to run out of things to talk about, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Considering and, we live pretty boring lives. I don't know how we keep running that. Running right. <laughs> how we haven't ran out of stuff to talk about. And for our um, few loyal listeners here. Thank you, know, you for returning. Thank you for returning. We do hear you. We do get your feedback. We love that you're here. Yeah. And um, quick. thank you for putting up with us not having a consistent podcast. We're still working on the timing of all of this. And speaking of some of our listeners, I do want to send get, get well wishes out to. Uh, well, give her give her online name. I, I am. Yeah. To toenails. Yeah, toenails. Uh, she's been in the hospital for a few days. Several, uh, a few different things going on, but I, from last I heard that she is doing better. And toenails is married to cardboard. Cardboard. Um, they play Xbox with Vaughn. Yeah. And uh. And. I, I, he laughed at me the other day because I told him, said, look, listen here, dude. I understand that she's your wife. I get that. I said, but she is our toenails. Our toenails. And I shouldn't have to ask for daily updates on how she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, without giving away any type of medical information, how is she doing? He said that something had changed. Uh, he didn't really say if it was bad or not, mm-hmm. but he said that you know she's in better spirits. You know, better, she's okay. she is feeling better, um, <laughs> feeling good enough that he actually got in trouble the other day when he went to go see her. Uh huh. Because <laughs> he said he walked into the to the uh, hospital room, almost said hotel room, and they have the little hand sanitizer thing there on the wall that all the nurses and everybody hit and use when they come in. Right. Right. Well, that's what he did. Well, he got in trouble for that <laughs> because he should have went and washed his hands too. Oh, and used the hand sanitizer. Oh, and I was like, "Well, geez, man, what do you expect? What were you thinking?" <laughs> I said, "You have not been through years of medical training to know how to properly use hand sanitizer. <laughs> you haven't been trained. You can't just assume you know what you're doing." Right. 
Yeah. He's How like, dare you not wash your hands? But he said he just kind of just sat down, and he's like, I probably should have just shut up and washed my hands. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, she also sent over some of the artwork that she's been working on. Well, yeah, she, she, I found out she is a hell of an artist. Yeah. From what I'm seeing, she is really um, talented. I know that she sent a couple of the pictures to uh, Cardboard, and he texted them over to me, and I was like... Holy crap! Yeah, like uh, they're they're graphite pencil drawings. Yeah, and, and, and he goes, "Oh, fantastic. you didn't know our toenails was an artist, did you?" I said, "I did not, but I do now." I mean, they were very impressive. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that, that's some serious talent she's got going on there." Well, uh, toenails, if you are listening, we're definitely pulling for you. Uh, whatever's going on, we want to make sure that everything comes out right. Just keep us informed. And cardboard, you oh, better cardboard keeps me informed now because I, I say, "Look, dude, how's she doing?" I told you. I shouldn't have to ask every day. Come on. <laughs> but I hope she does get better soon. Uh, we miss her on the Xbox. Um, I'm hoping she gets back in time to play some of the uh, new Halloween event with us on Warzone. Mm-hmm. Because the first time it happened to me, I did like a full body spasm. Okay, so tell me what the Halloween event is. Well, there's one spot. There's different game modes. Like one of it's still the same, but are you playing at night? Okay. And there's no gulag. Okay. Instead of going to gulag... You turn into a zombie. Oh. And you fall back into the map, and you get up, and you're running around. you got these, like, super jumps and different things like you can do. Uh, if you kill somebody or if you see somebody that has been killed, uh, they drop these little vials. And when you pick up, I think it's like two or three of the vials, then you parachute back in as a regular player. Okay. And as long as somebody on your team is a regular player and you die, you go back in as a zombie. Oh, okay. But I think if you get killed as a zombie, it's like dead, dead. I can't remember. I only played it a couple times. Mm-hmm. But you can play the regular modes that still that don't have the zombies, and it's in daytime. But they've put these little like special Halloween event stuff and loot chests around the map. Mm-hmm. And some of them when you open them up and like you know you're running in there trying to get the guns real quick because you know a lot of times you'll when you land in and you hear it go enemy dropping in you're like crap and you're like <laughs> running around trying to find a gun as quick as you can you open up this chest and you're trying to hurry and see what drops and a freaking ghost comes or a ghoul comes out of it and jumps like right at the screen <laughs> good lord first time i did it, i almost dropped my controller <laughs> scared the piss out of it i didn't know it was going to do that <laughs> So, I'm hoping she gets back in time. I mean, I'm sure she'll be back in time because it runs through 1st of November, I think. But Okay, yeah, she should be back by then. Yeah. So. But he was saying that uh, he he might have to rearrange where she plays at. Mm-hmm. So, if she needs to stay in bed, she can still get to her monitor or Xbox so she can play with us. <laughs> I'm like, you better do whatever you got to do to hook her That's up, right. man. Set her up, Set her up her own little gaming console and everything right, right from bed. That'd be awesome. See, that would be a good husband. Right. Setting her up like exactly what she needed. Like, well, however she needs it, he needs to do it. <laughs> so let's talk about why we didn't have a podcast last week. Ren Fair. Ren Fair. We oh my gosh, so, it was so much awesome. fun. I didn't what? drink hardly at all of there. Yeah, of course not. <clears throat> of course, by 10 o'clock on the first day, I was already, um, uh, let's see, I had a yard. Lit. Oh my gosh, I was, I was trash that first day because i drank okay so you know they have the big tall glasses you don't have to talk with your hands somebody can see you i know nobody can see me (laughs) i'm gonna do it anyway they have the big tall they call it a yard of drink and i got um i got a strawberry daiquiri 
and uh, it had a lot of alcohol in it, and it was a lot of it. And then I drank like three beers like immediately right after that. And, and I was before we met. Well, no, that we was by ten thirty in the morning. We did eat breakfast. We did eat breakfast. But okay, so let's let's and start we, for the fr- let, let's start from when we got there. Okay, so we left on Friday. We got everything packed on Friday. Right. To go down there. Took took off down there. Got down there. Um. We got our we got our campsite set up, and we we went to okay. So they have different sections in the camping area. They have some sections that are that like are quiet zones. Quiet zones. Some sections are family zones. Some sections are over eighteen zones. And there's some kind of in the middle. Some kind of in the middle. And that's where we were. That yeah, that's exactly where we were. We were kind of bordered by some over eighteen you know areas, and uh, there there's some sections down in the park that are um, meant for clans. Uh, and that's the only people that can that can go you know, cordon off those areas is is the clans that go down there and they have you know that's all these people that go in there and camp together. But we were in the um, not quite the over eighteen area, but it was definitely not the family area. It's yeah. where we it's where we camp every year. But this year we brought tiki torches to like you know separate out where our campsite was. Right. We brought the grill, the propane grill, the big grill, the big grill. Um, we brought that the, you questioned whether or not we should take it. I'm like, yes, let's take it. And it was such a good idea too. Oh my gosh, such a good idea. We had a fire pit. We had the big four person tent, and with two kids, you know, the four person tent's plenty big. Oh, big time. Yeah, there's more than enough room for everybody in there. Yeah, I think even after they get older, it's still going to be big enough. For oh them. yeah. Um, but because that tent is like way bigger than you think it is, and then we had um. Let's see what all. It's like the TARDIS. I mean, you look at yeah. it from the outside; it doesn't look all that big. And then you walk in there, and you're like, "Holy crap! Oh, this thing's huge. It's bigger on the inside." So much room for activities. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> so we got everything set up. We got our our kids got some roast marshmallows and make s'mores yeah, and, and roast hot dogs on the fire over the fire pit. So we got there Friday. Well, the park is not open on Friday. So all we did Friday was camp. And the kids have never been camping, camping. before. So this was a brand new experience for them. They got to roast marshmallows and make s'mores and cook weenie dogs. And, and we didn't bring nearly enough wood, which was... Yeah, we totally underestimated how much wood we needed. I mean, we, we had like two cords. Mm. And by the first we night, about we were... three times that many. Almost out. Yeah. And it was it was nice and cool that first night. I think the temperature got down into the fifties, so we needed blankets in the tent. It was oh, it was oh, great. It was great, it really. It was. was it was the best. So then we get up Saturday morning, probably I don't know. I think it was about what eight o'clock, eight thirty Saturday morning. Doesn't matter. But well, I just remember kind of waking up and you were asking me what time is it, and I remember looking at my phone going, "It's breakfast time." <laughs> <laughs> That's what time it is. It's breakfast time. So we got up. And uh, Vaughn cooked um, bacon and eggs and sausages, all kinds of stuff over the grill. Yeah, we did the bacon because we had the little, little small Coleman. We had okay. So last year we didn't realize that the tank I was using was out. Right. Last year we didn't take the big grill when we went out there. It was just the two of us. It was just the two of us. We took like a little. It was a little camp uh, grill. Yeah, it was a little camp grill. With a little small green uh, Coleman tanks. Yeah. And so we we basically just took it apart. Yeah, I used the uh, griddle part of it off of it, put it on the grill grill, and then cooked the bacon, took the bacon on, on it. And, yeah, oh, it was so good. That worked out so well. 
Oh, so yeah. perfect. So the next next year when we go, it's going with us again. Yes, it is. <laughs> We've got it sitting right over there. We need to make sure it gets back with the rest of it too. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we cooked breakfast, drank a couple beers, yep. <laughs> got you know got dressed and and got everything ready and you know uh, made sure our fire was out and then we walked into the park and and I was very impressed about how. What's the word they, I'm looking for? Well, they they were good about making sure everybody was everybody wearing their masks. masks. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. They were very, they were very hardcore about that. I right. mean, it's not like like you go to stores now and you'll see places. Oh, face mask required, and these idiots walk right past it because huh, it's not that big of a deal. Which is why we'll get to we'll get to that part later. We'll get maybe. to that part later. Yeah. But there, like this one, we went to the one first little one of the first little shots we went into. Uh, this like every shop you go into they've got somebody standing there making sure you've got your mask on uh, if not they have a counter some of them have a counter that you can go to if you don't wear a mask mm-hmm. and and they won't let you in the store no and they will not and they even have somebody there handing out hand sanitizer when you mm-hmm. come in and when you go out they only let so many people in I mean and there was a guy that tried to come into the one of the shops behind us and then the lady was there was like <laughs> Excuse me, my lord. I'm sorry, but uh, if you have a mask, you cannot come in here. <laughs> the, guy, the guy was like, oh, well, that's not very... Uh, historically accurate. Historically accurate. They didn't wear face masks back then. And I wanted... I was so... That's like, yeah, didn't they all die from the fucking plague, you idiot? <laughs> but I was being nice. You, I just, just, you just dropped our one F-bomb. I know what I used. Well, he was an you, idiot. He deserved it. You used it. it up way too early. Oh, I used it way too early. Yeah. We may have to make this podcast. This particular episode may be R-rated. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm get to the... If we get to that section tonight, I don't know if I'll be able to get through that one without making this one double R. Because I'm so That's pissed fine. off. It's fine. But yeah, that cracks me up. Because he was like, well, it's not historically accurate. Well... Yeah, duh, but there's Boba Fett over there, and that's not historically accurate Yeah, either. I don't think Boba Fett was running around in Roman times either, you dill hole. We saw Boba Fett and the Little Mermaid walking around together. Yeah. And Boba Fett had a princess crown on. It was, it yeah. was fabulous. And what was so great about it, too, I, we were telling our kids, that, yeah, hey, if you see somebody that's in a really cool costume, I said, the neatest thing about being out here, you won't find a, a single rude asshole out here that's right everybody's nice out there I mean, if you see someone dressed up in this amazing costume i guarantee you if you go up and say hey can i take a picture with you they're gonna tell you yes yeah and there's been there was quite a few people that they saw and they're like hey you think they'll let me take a picture and i was like go ask and everyone was like oh yeah absolutely absolutely you know yeah. and they're, it's really cool and it, it what i thought was really neat is that a lot of people had worked in their mask to their match costume. their yeah. costume so it all just kind of flowed together that when we went down into the fairy forest um in the in the park there were fairies out there and all of their masks were just like it matched their makeup and it oh, matched yeah. their wings and it matched their dresses it was, really and it, was cool. just, it was it was fabulous i love it when people overcome and adapt yeah like that it just it, it makes it better for everybody and of course there were plague doctors out there not yeah. as many as i thought though I know. I thought but, there'd be more than that, but we were we were there the weekend of Roman something. The Roman Bacchanal. Yeah, whatever that's called. The but. wine, women, and song. Yeah. That we saw a lot of people in togas. Yeah. 
but really not as many of those as I thought we would mm-hmm. see. We saw pirates. We saw stormtroopers. We saw uh, people in chainmail. We saw not you the chainmail lady. You see, still see more pirates there on every weekend. You really do. I think that's just because that's, that's an easy costume to do. Yeah, they do pirate. have a uh, they do press the get the uh, dress code now. You, well, you want to explain to them why they right. okay. why they I'm uh, sure enforce the dress code. People, they make these little clip-on foxtails. Right. That people hook to the back of their pants or the back of their shirt. And it looks like they have a little foxtail behind them. Right, and they sell them out at the park. And they sell them out there. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, was it this year or last year? Um, earlier this I year? I think it was earlier this year. Earlier this year. Yes. There was a female that was out there. Good-looking female. Apparently, she was a good-looking female, but she had one of those foxtails. Right. Only problem is, is with her foxtail, it wasn't clipped to her pants. It wasn't clipped to her shirt. It was clipped to a butt plug that she was using. Yes. And she was wearing a micro mini where half her butt cheeks were hanging out, and she had this foxtail, and she was posing for pictures with her butt out. Yeah. And so I'm surprised she got through the front gate, to be right. honest. But because there is supposed to be a dress code, because yes, Ren Fair is about wine, women, and song, and doing all this other stuff, and there's drinking in the park, and there's weed out in the out in the camping areas, and da 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 da. But it's still ultimately a family getaway. Yeah, because I'm not walking through the campground, and the kids are like, "What's that smell? It stinks." <laughs> I'm like, My kiddos, that's what you call weed. <laughs> We were in the over eighteen area. So. Well, this is no, no. Actually, they smelled that when we were walking to the fairgrounds. And okay. When we were coming back and forth, that's when they smelled it. Well, I mean, uh, that whole area in there—that's not the family area. Uh, none of that's family area. All of that is, you know, not over eighteen, but it's at least adult areas. Right. And uh, oh, we didn't tell them about the the guy that. Uh, okay, so when we got there and we set up our camp. Um, there are um, about four trees kind of just slightly away from our... To the left of where we were. To the left of where we were. Probably 20, 25 feet. Not very far. And these two guys had set up what looked like a rope between two trees and a tarp hung yeah, over it just that's to how keep they the were weather camping. off. Yeah, they that, they, they were roughing it. I mean, they were roughing, roughing it. it. And they had come in on a motorbike. Yeah. Um, I'm not a motorcycle, a motorbike. Yeah, like almost like a little dirt bike. Right. And uh, so that that was their tent. Well, a little while later, while they were while gone, they were gone um, this dude comes up and says, hey, do you mind if I camp over here? And, you know, we told him, well, yeah, it's free country. Camp where you want. It's fine. He sets his tent up literally 10 feet from their tent. If I not don't closer. even know if it was that far because, like, one of the trees that their rope was tied to, mm-hmm. this dude's tent was like right on the other side of the tree. So we're talking there. He was probably three he, feet from him. He was all up in their grill. And I was like, well, "That's kind of odd that you had set it up that close. Maybe he knows them." Yeah, we thought maybe they were together. But apparently, we learned out at five o'clock the next freaking morning they were not. That's right, because we heard them arguing about how close the dude's tent was, and the guy brought this. There's no dogs allowed in the park, but this guy brought his quote unquote service animal with him. It was a big giant German Shepherd that was not a service animal because he was not trained well enough to be a no, service. He was animal. running all over the place. He was running everywhere. At least he kept it in a crate most of the time. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, at five o'clock in the morning, we wake up to the, hear these guys yelling at each other, um, calling each other 
like terrible names and yeah. using slurs. Well, no, the one guy that was that was already there was using very inappropriate terms, and the other guy was like, "Dude, I'm just sleeping. I'm not bothering you." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "My dog's not bothering you. Just just let it go. Let it yeah. go." Yeah, he was fine. he was still very calm about it. He was. But just and it was so bad that like my son woke me up, and he was like, "Go fix that." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't feel like fighting right now." All I right. said, "I'm just if they don't get quiet soon enough, I'll go out there and say, look, if y'all don't shut up, I'm gonna tear both your tents down and throw them in the yard in the trash. Just shut up." <laughs> yeah, we're trying to sleep. It's five o'clock in the morning. It's you know. Yeah. But look, I guess they worked it all out because they were all friendly and over there next to, in between the other guy's tent and these other people that showed up and they were all out there in a big circle passing around the joint and right. they were having a good time. So they I guess really they worked were, yeah. it out. So. Well, it, pot brings people together. Yeah. It's one of those things. But um, but yeah, and, and the, the guy that came in and camped later with the dogs, he was actually super, super nice. He came over and talked to us. And yeah. He was real friendly. And, you know, he, he was checking on us with kids. He was like, you guys have been down here before, right? And we're like, yeah, we've come two or three times. And he says, you know this is not the kid area. And we're like, yeah, we know. We don't really shelter the Our kids. Our kids are like not that. sheltered. They're not sheltered at all. And he's like, so is it going to bother you if I smoke tonight? And we're like, hey, you know, free country, go for it, yeah. you know. And so, the kid's not going to get sick or die from secondhand faint sniff smell of marijuana. Right? It's not a big deal. We really no. don't care. And uh, and what's funny is that our youngest kid, you know, whenever he would smell it, it wouldn't bother him. Mm-hmm. But if anybody anywhere around him lit up a regular cigarette, yeah. that bothers him big time. It does. He does not like regular cigarettes. Mm-hmm. He, can't, he starts coughing. He, yeah. he can't handle it. Yeah. I think he's just got, like, sensitive... Either either that or he has convinced himself that he's sensitive because right. he does he does that to himself. Oh sometimes. yeah, he, that, that is true. If he's got himself convinced that something's going to make him sick, then it will make him sick. Yeah, it's going to make him sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but anyway, we were in the park the next day, and we we stayed in the park from about God. We got there about ten o'clock because I was trashed by ten thirty. Yeah, because they shoot the cannon off at nine when they open mm-hmm. up, and it took us a little while to get cleaned get up for breakfast there. and get yeah. down there and. Um, it was a lot of walking, and so we stayed out there till about two o'clock, and we were all tired. No, I don't think it was. Well, yeah, it was about two. Yeah, o'clock. it was about two o'clock, and then we came We'd back already, to the tent. Because while we were there, we uh, watched the great Rondini. Yeah, that was fun. He was a magic show. Magic slash comedy show. Yeah, which is really cool. It was a lot of fun. And then we watched we, the Dead Bob show. We heard the great Rondini when he was getting out of the um, the straitjacket that he was in. We heard him dislocate his shoulder. Yeah. It was gross. So gross. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was fun to watch. We went to go see Dead Bob, which is a ventrilo- sort of a ventriloquist show. Um, and what's so funny is that every year that we have been to Rent Fair, <laughs> Dead, Dead Bob. Bob has come into the audience and talked to Vaughn. And every he, time. He goes out there. Okay, so Dead Bob goes out into the audience to grab what he calls zombies to bring up on stage to talk, you know, to, to make them do these little skits, right? Well, he goes and he talks to Vaughn every year, and then he'll get the person behind, behind Vaughn. <laughs> well, I know why year. he got the person behind me this year. Because she wasn't wearing anything but a but a like a. Uh, she wasn't wearing much at all, and she was freaking hot. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was. Uh, she had um like her top was like just. I don't even know how to describe it. Just like a strip of cloth. Yeah. 
And, and I mean, she. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking lady is all I'm saying. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we actually um, let the kids give Bob some money, give him a tip. Because, you know, that's how they make their money at the Run Fair. You yeah. know, that's, that's what these guys do. They, they give a, you know, when they, whenever they do their shows, they pass the hat. Yeah. And so we let the kids give him money, and we gave money to the great Rondini, and uh, who else did we see? That was only two. Was a, we, those are the only ones we had time for. Because yeah, we didn't get the chance. I wanted them to see the fire whip, yeah, because that's always really cool. Yeah, and I wanted them to see the Birds of Prey show, because yeah. that's that's the guy with the falcons and the <laughs> The guy the that we went last year in the Birds of Prey, one of his birds didn't come back. That's right. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry, I have to end the show. I've got to go find my Bird. bird. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we didn't get to see him. And honestly, we didn't get to see a quarter of the park. No. We never made it down to Drench the Winch. We never made it down to any of those places. You know, but we, we got to see so many places that the kids were having so much fun. And that was the important part. We didn't yeah. get to see the joust. No. So we're going to have to go back. We may have to go back in a couple weeks to see the joust. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that too. And like our kid kept wanting to do that rock climbing wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Dude, you've been playing too much Xbox. You're, you're too chubby and you're weak and you're lazy. You can't do it. And he just kept on and kept on. And we finally said, all right, fine. Well, they hooked a little rope up to him. And I don't know if they have so much time to do it or if it's just a climb or what it was. But they ended up letting him do it more often. Like some of the people were out there, had a few tries, made it up hardly anywhere. Uh, there was probably guys in their 20s and 30s trying and didn't get very high. And uh, and he gets over there, and they hook that thing up to him, and they're like, "All right, go." And we kind of look off for a second, talking to each other for maybe three seconds, and we look up, and he's at the top, and I'm like, "Ringing the bell." Ringing the bell. I'm like, "Dude, slow down." <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay. I paid by. I paid by the climb, not by the time. <laughs> He shimmied right up that sucker like it was nothing, he man. He did. I and, was impressed. And the other one shimmied right up, too, like it was nothing. Yeah, they I was, both did I was really impressed well. with both of them. And we got souvenirs, and we ate our way through the park. Oh, yeah. Ate all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was so good. Um, uh, the kids had never had German chocolate cake, so we got German chocolate cake. We got turkey legs. I know. I wouldn't go eat no German chocolate cake. I'm sorry. I can't eat the shaved coconut. It's like, you know how you have the issue? It didn't have shaved coconut in it. German cho- if it's, then it wasn't German chocolate cake, because German chocolate cake has shaved coconut on it. Oh, that one didn't at all. Well, then it wasn't German chocolate cake. It, it was just chocolate that's cake. That's what they were called. Don't argue with me. I'm it just may be a German person it. giving it to you, but it, <laughs> that's like me going over there making a chocolate cake and saying, this is American. It's just chocolate cake. Well, it was good. Whatever it was, it was good. And the well, kids enjoyed it. got a little flower bouquet head bonnet thing head, it was a headdress a flower, a headdress a flower crown and a fan and one kid got a ring with his birthstone I think yes yes because his birthstone is an oval and you end up with a new ring I ended up with a new wedding ring which is one of the reasons I wanted to go down there was to get a new wedding ring so yeah. kind of matches yours a little bit so it's got that same filigree on it and I didn't realize until after you left you're like you're the only one that didn't get anything I'm like hmm guess not <laughs> <laughs> I don't care my biggest thing was making sure the kids had a good time, and we and we made we asked them several times, you know, hey, just be be honest, you know, did you enjoy yourself? Uh, we when we come back next year, do you want to come? Like, heck yeah! <laughs> I'm like, all right, good deal. And, and it, I was I thought they were going to be complaining about how much walking we did, 
But they did not complain not one time about how much walking we did. It was great. Oh, and they really enjoyed the, uh, on Saturday night, the uh, fire show, the fire dancers. Oh, okay. So we got to talk about the fire dancers. The fire dancers were extremely impressive. I mean, some of the stuff that they were doing. They were juggling fire. They had fire hula hoops. They had, okay, this, this one, one dude. That huge cube thing. Yeah, it, okay, so it was it was a, um, it was a, looked like a it was like, an outline of a cube. It looked like a big cube made out of PVC pipe or something. Right, and they lit it on fire, and then the dude juggled, juggled. it. And it's like spinning it around, yeah. and like, what the hell? And they did fire batons, and they did you know, fire ropes, and all this other, and then we're watching as, as the guy's, you know, um, juggling this cube, there's two guys out to the either side of, or there's a guy out to either side of him, and they're like um, juggling these fire ropes, right? Yeah. And they're and they're doing all kinds of stuff with him. And then we watch, we see the guy on the left look like he's having some trouble, and we realize that that fire rope is wrapped around wrapped his leg. His leg. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, we're gonna watch this guy burn to death in front of us. And it took him a whole minute to get that yeah. fire rope off his leg. He finally got it off, but it, it was good. And then they shoot off the cannon again, and that's that signals the guys across the pond. Oh no, no, no! Wait, wait! They they do the fireworks first. They okay, so they're in, well, yeah, they do actual fireworks okay, so in the jousting arena. They're they're in the jousting arena, and they have the fireworks set up, and it's stuff like Roman candles, and it's those sparklers, and it was it's like super powered sparklers, super powered sparklers, and, and it was just fantastic. And you're thinking this is great, and then the dude that's lighting all the stuff off walks over to the can to the cannon, lights the ground on fire around the cannon, and is like whipping the crowd up, trying to get them to cheer. Because yeah. he's about to set off the cannon, and everybody's cheering, and we're just going nuts. Da, 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 da. Well, he sets off the cannon, and as soon as that cannon hits across the lake, the real fireworks show starts. And the best way I can describe this fireworks show is like, okay, so if you, you, you go to a fireworks show, you can pretty much guess when it's about over mm-hmm. because you have the grand finale. Right. Like when we do the fireworks here, we saved that highfalutin thing for last right. because it was that thing's freaking awesome. Right. That's our grand finale. Their fireworks show went on for what, 20, 30 minutes or longer? At least 20 minutes. At least 20 to 30 minutes. And it was nothing but, but grand, grand finales the whole time. I mean, like every now and then you can just kind of like, <sighs> you get a chance <laughs> to like take a break, you know, take a breath because that's all it was. I right. mean, there's a few second pause here and there, but it was like one giant 20 to 30 minute long grand finale. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Like the kids were had like firework fatigue by the time we yeah. got done because they were just like, "Oh my gosh, this is just like too many fireworks. It's loud and it's a bunch of light and it and they were real close." It's it almost is, overwhelming. It is. It's a lot of sensory overload. Yeah, sensory overload. There you go. And then when they get done, back in the uh, arena, they shoot off this 20-foot wide freaking fireball thing. Yeah. And we're like at the very back of the stands, and you're like, oh! We felt the heat. And I feel sorry for them people in the front. Can you imagine? They probably felt like they were about to die. Probably. Yeah, because we were, we were a good... I don't know. 40, 50 feet back? At least 60, 60 or 70 feet. And it was hot. It was very hot. It was this wave of heat that just came back because it's just this, you know, instant fireball. It was yeah. crazy. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it really was. And uh, and we were going to ride the trolley on the way back, but we ended up, we didn't catch the trolley. Yeah. So we walked in the dark. 
through the park. And we got to get fresh made kettle corn. We had talked about okay, so we're gonna come back to the house on Saturday night and you know spend the weekend at the house. Da da da. So in order to do that, when we went back to the camp, we would have had to go ahead and pack up at night in the dark. In the dark. Or pack up at lunchtime when we went back there before we went back into the park for the fire show, right? Yeah. Well, we ended up taking a nap in the middle of the day, and so we didn't get anything packed up. Well, and the kids were like, no, no, let's stay the night. And that's, yeah. that's what really made me feel good because... They wanted to stay. They wanted to stay. They didn't want to go home. That's right. And, and I thought that was really cool. I was, I was very surprised. Yeah. And, and, we, and we did the same thing that night. Excuse me. We did the same thing that night that we had done the night before, roasting marshmallows and, and you know, roasting weenies and sitting around the campfire and, and talking. And that was that was probably my favorite part of the entire weekend. As much fun as we had in the park and everything else, me and our son sat around the fire and just talked. Yeah. For hours. And, and I tell you, that kid, when he gets to talking, man, he just, he just talks and talks and talks. But he... He was so interested. He was so much having so much fun, and he was just he was talking to me about these video games that he plays and, and his how friends much fun and he had really showed because our son does not at all like his picture being taken. No, he doesn't. He has anxiety attacks when you try to take his picture. Yeah, he does not like it at all. And he let us take a lot of pictures of him. He really did. Like, when we were going through the fairy garden, there was a, uh, like, this weird-looking rock formation. Mm-hmm. And he actually, it kind of threw me off, because he actually asked, hey, if I climb up on that and sit and kind of pose up there, will you take my picture? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Because we never force him to take pictures. No, we'll I have asked him... Do you mind if I take your picture? Is it okay if I take your picture? And you can say no. It's fine if you want to say no. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. And this whole weekend, anytime I ask him to take a picture, he was like, yeah, take a picture. Absolutely. He says, I know this is something we don't do very often, and I know you want pictures from it. So, yes, take a picture. I was, I was, And that right there showed me that he was really enjoying himself. Yeah. That and, well, cool. that and the fact that he didn't complain about all the walking. Yeah. Because he he's he he's the one that would do that. Yeah. But but yeah we oh we had so much fun. We're definitely making this a yearly thing, possibly a twice yearly twice a thing. year thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just if it knows it's gonna get cold, more firewood. Yes. <laughs> we uh, so and we got Saturday and, and night. We have those mattresses. I think we need to go without the mattresses next time and just get extra blankets to lay down in the bottom for cushioning. Yeah. And then you and I need to get sleeping bags. Yes, I agree. Because we had, we, okay, so, so when Vaughn was a uh, over-the-road trucker, he uh, slept in a sleeper cab. And um, at the last job that we had, the ones that fired us over a text message, um, they told him to clean out his truck and get all his stuff and leave. So he did. He cleaned out the truck, including the two mattresses that were in the truck. So we have these little mattresses that we use for camping mattresses. And it worked out really well. It worked out perfectly. They just take up a lot of space in the back of the truck. They do. So we're either going to do an air mattress or we're going to do blankets and a sleeping bag. Or maybe by the next time we go, we can have a little trailer that we can put stuff in. So mm -hmm. we're not trying to cram cram everything everything in the back of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, one thing that was so cool um, about everybody out there, everybody out, like you don't have to worry about your stuff being rifled through or stolen or whatever. Um, <laughs> now our, yeah, tell them what our son said. It was so funny because he was after that. Because we just had the grill just sitting yeah, out there, yeah. you know. And Friday night, he asked, he goes, so, hey, Dad, let me ask you something. I was like, well, okay, what, what's up, bud? He goes, um, what are we going to do if, like, we wake up in the morning and somebody's standing up there using our grill? What do we do? We tell him, hey, good morning. <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, yeah, tell him good morning. Yeah, tell him good morning. You want to make some for me? So, yeah. No big deal. Because, okay, so Saturday night we ran out of firewood. Because we just didn't bring enough. So And that's even neighbor- after you had already went and bought these two cords that they charged like 10 bucks for. And half the cord was like Little tiny bark pieces strips. of wood. Yeah. I mean, it was stupid. So... But our neighbors next door had had brought like so much wood with them. Wood would probably last them a week or two. Right, so much wood. So we we were like, well, maybe you know we could go over there and like buy some wood off of them and see if maybe they'd let us do that. So we go over there. There's a ring of campers around a central area that includes this wood. And so we go to one of the campers and we see a kid coming out of the camper and we're like, hey, is your mom and dad here? And they said, no, but my grandpa's at this other camper back here. Well, we go to the other camper and the dog, the weenie dog that's there, starts barking at us through the open door. And then I see a boot come out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Being thrown at the dog and the guy's like, shut Shut up. (laughs) And so I was like, oh my gosh, what have we gotten ourselves into? uh, No, is grandpa here? (laughs) So the dude comes to the door and we were like, you know, hey, you know, so sorry. We ran out of wood. Is there any way we can buy some of this off you? Just let us know what you charge us, how much you'll let us take. And, and, you know, we're fully prepared to pay you whatever you need, you know, for the wood. He's like, are you kidding? He said, just take some. He said, it's fine. Grab you some handfuls. Grab you some armfuls and and take them back to your camp. Don't even worry about it. He said, and we're we're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. So as we're leaving, this truck pulls up. And this guy's like, hey, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, oh no. Crap. <laughs> We've this been caught by dad. mom and dad. Mom and dad is about to get us. Yeah. So we, so we drop everything. We drop we drop the wood and, and I walk over to the to the truck and I was like, hey, I said, we're your neighbors. We're right over here right next at the campsite right next to you. I said, we talked to grandpa and he's, you know, we were trying to buy some wood and grandpa's told us to just go ahead and take some. So we can buy it from you if you want. You know, just let us know how much you'll charge for it. And the guy's like, no, that's fine. He said, just come have a beer with us. And he's he said, like, you well, can have as much as you I want. I see y'all got some of them loose wood. He said, put that crap down. There's cords over there. Still got plastic wrap around. Grab whatever those you need and take them over there. Just come back and drink a beer with me later. Yeah. We didn't get a chance didn't to get go a chance to go back and drink a beer, so I feel bad. But Yeah. But we'll go next year and we'll talk to them. Because I'm pretty sure they'll be in the same yeah. spot. Because so. people like pick out their camping spots and that, yeah. that's where they like we've been at the same spot for three years now yeah. so um but yeah so everybody's just great out there and and super nice and don't they don't mess with your stuff and if they do they're super polite about it and you know yeah they de- nobody definitely messes with your stuff out there it's pretty cool yeah you know, there, there's like a like an unspoken camping code i suppose yeah so but we had such a good time such a good time would you like to know how much time we've spent talking about the rent fair? Tired off my ass when we got home, though. When we got home, it took us two hours to get everything put up. I called in dead at work that night. Yeah. I didn't Vaughn make it. called in to work. 
because we were there's we no were all way, we were exhausted. There's, there's no way, no way I was gonna be able to work because he was up at eight o'clock on Saturday and then he was up again. We were up at like seven thirty on Sunday. Yeah, and there was he he didn't have there was just it was not happening. So I made him call in. <laughs> so you can blame that on me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we definitely had a good time, and I recommend going to the Ren Fair to everybody because it is so much fun. And I was really impressed by all of their... Um, oh, and I don't know if you heard or not either. Real quick, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, one yeah. of the ladies that was there, uh, one of our kids was talking to him about the Ren Fair and everything, and the lady was telling us that the Ren Fair that we go to mm-hmm. is the largest one in the country as far as square footage and how yeah, much area huge. everything covers. It's the largest one in the country. It's probably 100 acres. Yeah, it's, it's massive. If you, yeah. if you include the campground with it and mm-hmm. everything else. Well, just the park itself, not including the campground, is probably a hundred acres. Yeah, it's Maybe. huge. It's, it's pretty big. It's huge. But she said it is the big. It is the largest one in the country. Maybe she said it might be the largest one in the world. But I know it is the largest one in the country for sure. I think now I may be wrong, but I think Ren Fair started in Texas. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that, but. Well, they may not have. Maybe that's why ours is so big. You know, you know, people in Texas don't no, like some other state. That's no, just like how we, we, you know, we we're even number one in COVID cases this year. <laughs> we're getting there. You want to talk about COVID? Oh my God! I was very impressed by the social distancing. I was very impressed by the sanitation. I was very impressed by everybody wearing their mask um, uh, at the Ren Fair. Yeah, what? A lot of they took it out there. They took it very seriously, and and I well, they know because like a lot of you said, like that's a lot of those people. That's their livelihood. It is, and they know if there's like some huge COVID outbreak that they contact trace to that place, they're going to shut it down. They are. So they are extremely picky about wearing your mask. Like if if you don't got it on, you ain't coming in. Mm. (laughs) Deuces, get out. Yeah. And uh, all the performers were wearing masks, and I mean, it was, it's just, you know, yeah. everybody everybody was trying to set a good example for everybody else. Now, the kids weren't always wearing masks, but I I think the CDC says that if you're under the age of 10, it's not that big of a deal, but whatever. Yeah, let the kids die off. Who cares? We make another one. <laughs> right. That's terrible. You're that's awful. Just, you should feel bad. Yeah. I but, mean, oh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> So, that was a big topic at the debates the other night. Do you want to talk about them? Sure. You know, because one of the reasons why I didn't like talking about a lot of that stuff is because you're always going to rule out people that... Because this podcast is still new. It's still new. We don't want to alienate anyone. Right. But, and, and I've kind of been looking at Facebook kind of the same way in social media. Mm-hmm. I've got online acquaintances. I know they call them friends, but that are very politically blinded. Mm-hmm. On both sides. On both sides. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. On both sides. Because you get into a, you can get into your own bubble and that's all you see. If you are only talking to people who agree with you, yeah, that's a that's a bad thing. Don't ever only talk to people who agree with you. And and I just never really wanted to 
I'm not the kind that gets on social media and Facebook and tries to piss people off. I just, I just wouldn't me. I don't, I don't care about it that much. Vaughn leaves that to me because I right. do that frequently. But it got to the point where I'm just like, f it. Mm-hmm. If I piss you off, I don't, like a guy that we worked for a long time ago, used to go hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Good guy, really solid good guy. guy. Love him to death. But he's very politically blinded and when I was questioning some things he started getting very defensive and when I started throwing facts at him he's like you, man you, you, good luck with that you're drinking Kool-Aid and then he blocked me yeah and de- deleted me well explain to him what the conversation was over it was about um, he was saying that well, if- he had a picture of two military people running Mm-hmm. With Biden and Harris's face photoshopped on there, mm-hmm. and it was a, and it was titled "We're coming for your guns." Yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, if they really wanted to come get your guns, wouldn't they have done it when Obama was president? Because they had the power to technically get closer to it than what they do now. Yeah. And they I could said, have made any law they wanted to make the first two years that Obama was in office and I said, because hey, he had a supermajority I mean, in the I, House. And I've Senate. seen the videos of Trump. When he has said, just take their guns away, we'll worry about the Second Amendment later. We'll worry about due process later, is what he said. Well, no, he, he said the Second Amendment, because I watched the video. Okay. And I was just, I said, well, you know, he's the one that said he was going to do that. There's literally, like, okay, so so Beto O'Rourke, during the Democratic primary this year, which seems like it was a million years ago, my God. 2020 is awful and everything sucks. But Beta O'Rourke came out and said, yes, if I am elected president, I will take your AR-15. He didn't say I'll take your guns. He said I'm taking your AR-15. He is the only Democrat I have ever heard say that. Yeah. Now, you hear Democrats and and other people who are left-wing who are not Democrats talk about common-sense gun regulations, making sure we, we protect children and doing things like that. And all of them have different ideas on how to do that. None of those ideas are take all the guns away. You'll hear some radical, radical people talk about we should do what... Um, Australia did, which they had a uh, they had a mass shooting in, I think it was the early '90s, um, like one of the worst mass shootings in the world in uh, in Australia, and they did a massive gun buyback, and like nobody in Australia has personal weapons, and they've had zero shootings, or like no shootings since then. Yeah, and. So you'll hear you'll hear people say, "Well, maybe that's a solution," but nobody is like nobody serious has ever proposed somebody something like that um, because like because the Second Amendment does exist; it is a thing, and it is the law of the land, and it's not going anywhere. So when you hear somebody say, "Oh, the Democrats want to take your guns," oh, and you hear you hear Trump come out and say, um, "Joe Biden wants to end the Second Amendment." Well, number one, they can't do that. Right. Because you have to have two-thirds of the states to amend the Constitution. And Texas will threaten every other state. Yeah. <laughs> Say, listen here, you little 
<laughs> you better go against that crap or we're coming for you. We're coming for you, exactly. There, there's we got no military way. bases in NASA. We got what we need. We can leave the rest of y'all the hell alone. There, there's no way you would get two-thirds of the states to agree to amending the Second Amendment. There's, there's just no way it would happen. No. Um, you know, so it, it's absolutely a pipe dream to say that they're going to end the Second Amendment. Now, you could get laws in place that are so draconian that it makes it difficult to own a weapon, but again, nobody serious is proposing stuff like that. Well, I can remember when Obama was a president, people were saying that he was going to try to take the guns away, but then when he couldn't do it, because you know, the Second Amendment, keep right to keep and bear arms. Mm-hmm. They started like freaking out. Yeah, but it doesn't say anything about we have the right to have the ammunition for it. Yeah. And that started getting out and played hell with hunting that year. I damn near couldn't find ammo to go hunting with that year. I know. Because everybody was buying ammo. I mean, even your dad. Oh, I know. He, he was buying like banana clips. And yeah, stuff. like drum clips and banana <laughs> clips and buying all this stuff because he just knew that Obama was about to take them all away from him. This is a 75-year-old man who's who has probably never hunted a day in his life. Good Lord. <laughs> He's Racking up an arsenal. Like, what are you doing with banana <laughs> clips, dude? <laughs> and then your brother was buying them for him. And oh no! Like, no, my my brother's a straight up gun nut. Now I I've, I've got guns. I, I'm you know. Oh yeah. I've got guns and I've got good guns. Well, we have guns. We no, the AR-15 is mine. Well, it's my gun, but I, you took it from me because I can shoot it better than you. So that's my gun. I'm a better shot than you, and you know it. With a rifle. And with a handgun. No, bull crap. I'll smoke you any day with a handgun. Oh, bull crap. If I had... With that nine, yes. I'm not good with that nine because that nine is too small. It kicks too much and I cannot sight it in. All right. Well, next time we go down to the When boots. I get that 45, I can outshoot you any day of the week. All right. Twice on All right. Let's, let's do this on the podcast right now. So we have witnesses. <laughs> what Next time we go to, down to the where we go hunting at, we're going to take some targets down there and we're going to go down there... And I'm going to outshoot you. You can have the 45. That's the one you want. Yes, I want the 40. You can shoot the 40. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take my H&K. Let's place a bet right now. All right. What's what the bet? do you want? I, I'm at, I'll let you pick the parameters. I don't care because I know that's a cold damn hell you outshoot me with a pistol. Well, the last time we did a bet like this, it was $1,000. We don't have $1,000 to bet right yeah, now. Yeah, and she so lost that one over whether or not when she went across an overpass it was the lane we were in with a turn-only lane. I'm like, it's going to be a turn-only lane. No, it's not. I was like, I bet you. She goes, right, I bet you $1,000. I'm like, all right, let's go. And we turn, and she's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a turn-only lane. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, because you were saying oh, yeah, it, 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 it was a turn-only. It wasn't. Yeah, it was Then you had to try to get over real fast, so you didn't just do a loop-de-loop. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come up with some parameters. We'll come up with it. Okay, so, you know, that's a good thing. So, our followers, if you don't mind, reach out to us and tell us what it would be the good parameters for this bet. Reach out to us on Cricket Shay, Vaughn Shay 0129, The Shay's Lounge on on uh, Twitter. Or if you got any ideas, Cardboard, you can let me. Actually, Cardboard will probably know about this before this. Is, he even listens to this. Yeah, so send us some ideas. Because when we get done, we got some other stuff we're going to do that I'm going to be playing Xbox tonight, and I'm going to talk to him about this it. This doesn't have to be a money bet. This can be a humiliation bet where one of us has to do something. I'm down for anything. You name it, I'm down for it, because I know there's no <laughs> way in hell you're going to outshoot me with a pistol. I will outshoot you with any gun. I'm a better shot than you. You are... Whew. 
I you must have been smoking shit. some good shit, girl. You, you, you crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. Now, like I said, I admit on the AR-15, because you drew a smiley face on a damn monster can with it. You damn skippy I did. So with rifles, I know you have a steadier hand than me, and you can shoot better than I can with them. I admit that. I did a quick scope on a fucking deer and dropped him where he stood. Yeah, that's right. That's how important it is. I dropped another F-bomb. Yeah, I was what pissed about that because I didn't get a chance to cover my ears we, up. <laughs> quick. We were I was walking. like, that's too much Call of Duty for you, woman. You just quick scoped a deer. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? You missed it. I didn't miss it. And I was like, there's no way you hit that deer. And I was like, all right, you know what, fine. Let's just stand here for about 20 minutes because... Any of you who have ever gone hunting, you know, you shoot it at an animal, you always wait. You you don't go after it immediately or you'll be tracking that thing for 10 miles. Right. So we stood there and kind of talked for a little bit, for like 20, 30 minutes, and we started walking down there, didn't see anything, no blood, started crisscrossing through the woods, and then there's this deer. He was probably 30 yards from Maybe. where I shot him. Maybe. He, I saw him, he started kicking his legs. And by the time I got to it, it was dead. And her quick scope killed it. And when I skinned and cleaned that thing, she got both lungs and the heart. That's right. I was just like, you got to be shitting That's me. right. That's how we roll up here in a Shea household. Right? <laughs> because it was so funny because we were walking to check on the deer feeder. And we, we well, walked no, no, around we the corner. deer feeders. Yeah, it was that other was. guy's deer The other guy's feeder we were using. Yeah, so we walked around the corner, and there's this deer. It was a spike. Yeah, a little spike bucket. It was, bucket. It was a good cold deer. Yeah, but <laughs> we walked around the corner, and I think we were all surprised by each other. And I just went, bam! And that was it. The, yeah. It was over with for the deer. It was great. Yeah, she got some meat in the freezer that year. That was my very first deer. I'm hoping to get some more of that meat in the freezer. Got our feeders put out. Went and checked on the day. There was a bunch of deer tracks up and around the feeders. Yeah, and buddy. No corn. No corn. And I know it's been working because those things hold 125 pounds of corn in them a piece, and they were both about half empty. Yep. So. Yep, they are doing good. They're getting good after that corn, year. and I'm I'm planning on filling up the freezer, but this year. We, are you planning on getting one, two, how many, just as many as you can get? What are you? Uh, I, I won't do more than three. Okay. Uh, we don't area, have a very big freezer. The, the area we I hunt in, in that county, it's a two buck and three doe county. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't need five deer. No. Two to three is really all we need. Yeah. That'll be enough. Really, all we need is like two, yeah. to be honest. Two I mean, to three tops. Yeah. Now, if I get two or three and a big old fat doe walks out. Maybe I don't know. Because remember, I, I, we got we got Well, no, you're processing it. We don't I'm have to pay anybody to process yeah. it. Because we can. Uh, uh, his his brother in law's got a. a no, we no, no. You bought me a meat I grinder. Bought you a meat grinder, sure so we did. can process this bad boy ourselves. Yep. Heck yeah. Because I mean, I know how to get everything off. Uh, we're gonna be making a lot of hamburger meat out of it, and we just have to. Steaks. We just have to get some suet, and we have to get some uh, fat to to yeah makes work in with the uh, with the hamburger meat. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm gonna have to go up there with you one weekend. Absolutely. We can we can drop the kids off with mom, let them spend the weekend. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they could just well, come with us and the spend one the day that at the house. With us? With, well, the one that went with me today uh-huh. has already said that he wants to go back out there with me when I go hunt. Okay. 
and sit in the, and because that that bigger ground blind that I have will fit two people. It's big enough for both of us. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, we're definitely gonna do that. Now, I don't know if the other one wants to go. Has mentioned it before, but hadn't really talked a lot about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give both ch- children an equal opportunity to go if they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just we'll just have to. Hey, say, hey, there hey comes one child one Just uh, oh, with a new p- PJ pants. Yep. Go. Cool. Very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that that was one thing that that asked for uh, when when we went to Walmart earlier is. Gotta have some PJ pants. That and a goldfish, and we forgot the goldfish. Yeah, I forgot the goldfish. Got in trouble for that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't give me that look. Hey, we gotta go back into town tomorrow because we gotta get some. Because uh, it's actually got a cold front coming through. We wanna make sure our dogs are good to go, and so we gotta get a new bulb for their uh, heat lamp. And we'll grab some uh, goldfish for the kiddo tomorrow yeah. while we're out. Yep. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna get a heat lamp for the cat. Yeah, as well. we are getting a heat lamp for the cat. Yes, yes. We're gonna have to get a new bulb for the for the snake as well. Yes, because it's gonna start getting cold in the well, house. I'm running two small bulbs right now mm-hmm. because she I put her I picked her up out of there the other day and she was cold. Yeah, that's not. And good. I didn't realize that her light had burned out. Well, Vaughn saved uh, amphibious um, frog. amphibian a frog amphibian yeah whatever. Anyway, it was a frog. Whatever. Could have been a toad, could have been a frog, whatever. But it was on our front porch and the cat was harassing it. Trying to I, kill it. I made Vaughn come out and save it to, uh, last night, or the other night. It's fine. They know you're here. My buddy at work would get really pissed off if I tell him that you made me save a frog. Why? Oh, yeah, he doesn't like frogs. He's he all scared of frogs. He freaking hates frogs. What, what? I don't know what his deal is with frogs, but man, like there was one day there was one on a toolbox in the back of his truck, and I had to go remove it because he wouldn't get in his truck. Oh my gosh! He is. He, I think well, he thinks they were sent by the demons or something. Here's like. what we need to do: we need to get some little frog magnets. Oh, I'm going to cover his truck with frog magnets one yes, night. Yes, yes. I, I need to look on Amazon and get the frog magnets, and then go from there. Speaking of Amazon, uh, we just got some lights for our daughter um she's been wanting to cover her room in fairy lights and so we got uh, i finally found some fairy lights on amazon and we got the little hangers for her today and she's gonna hang them all over her room so she can have fairy lights all over her room it's gonna be cool would you stop kissing that dog that's my dog that's my dog he came over here to see me he's probably got stinky breath oh he's a sweet boy he had stinky breath when he was giving me kisses earlier <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone wanna, of voice, dog. You want to tell him hi? Bark, bark. Bark, bark. No. No. He's funny because he's being like super quiet right now, but the second that we let him out in the front yard, he goes over to the neighbor's house and just barks at wherever him. Fence, wherever yard we put him in, whether it be the front yard or the backyard, he runs straight to the fence and starts barking every night. And it's so funny because he got to barking so much at one point that he actually went hoarse. He lost his And he's voice. out there barking going, oh. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and you were, and Cricket was like, uh, that that's the dog. I'm like, which dog? And you go out there and look at him. He's because <laughs> he couldn't bark. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you so get, funny. you little sucker. Shut up every now and then. <laughs> he did. He barked himself hoarse. It was so cute. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about COVID plague rats. 
So we're not going to talk about this. See, oh, we cleaned today. <gasps> we did like oh, a deep clean. I actually have that clean. marked down for mine as well. Yes. It's, we're going to be a more relaxing night. Yes. Because the how and you and the kids, you and the one kid while I was gone with the other kid, the job y'all did on our front porch and our carport was Chef's top kiss. notch. It was it was it was beautiful. Yeah, because our, our job. so we so we've got an enclosed front porch that was on the house when we moved in because uh, we live you know we don't we live out kind of in the country but we live in a double wide trailer and it's a nice it's a nice little trailer or whatever but uh, the and big the people ass it's a big trailer it's like twenty two thousand square feet something like that so it's it's a lot of room no it's bigger than it's more than that it's not much bigger it's maybe twenty one hundred yeah. but but anyway a four bedroom you know four like, bedroom two bath kitchen game room mm-hmm, yeah. It's, that's supposed to be like a dining room. That's or that's a den. a den. Like this is a living room and that's a den, that's but a we den. just turned that into a game room. Yeah, which is awesome as well as we have our dedicated game room. But um, but yeah, the previous owners put in a covered carport, and yeah. there's there's storage buildings all over in here, and they did a big enclosed front porch with ramps because the guy that lived here before us was in a wheelchair so it's got ramps on it instead of steps which is right. super nice you don't realize how irritating steps are until you go up a ramp every day you're like yeah. this is awesome <laughs> so but the front porch was getting just kind of like you know our chicken had gotten up there and had pooped in different places and there was so leaves the all over the it cat food. yeah it, it, should, it was just it was driving me but nuts. we have no more chickens so no we can leave chickens. it all open now no more chickens but but yeah, we, our, our daughter and I, we spent. I know we spent two hours cleaning today, just on the porch. Well, it showed. Y'all did a really good job. Yeah, and I got all the trash out from under the carport, and I swept the carport. We're gonna get the pressure washer out either this weekend or next weekend, and pressure wash everything. It's, it's just gonna be just beautiful. Oh, look at the rats snuggling. Aw, <laughs> they're so cute. How, how long have we gone so far? Oh, you don't even want to know. Just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> we're doing a supersized podcast because we're we're missing a week, and we've only talked about like two things so far, which is just crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, Renfair was a big deal. Renfair was a huge deal. We had so much fun. And COVID's a big deal because our country is the laughing stock of the world because we can't figure out how to get a get a control of it. There, it cracks me up because I have heard so many, and this is terrible. I'm going to break it down to conservatives and liberals. I'm sorry, because this is just what I've seen, my personal experience. I see a lot of conservatives who are saying, if you don't like the country, why don't you just freaking leave? Yeah. And my response to that is, well, we mishandled COVID so badly that even if I wanted to leave, my passport is worthless. Well, see, my, my, the funniest thing I, I hear, I've ever heard about that. That that statement that you just made, if you don't like your, where you live in, if you don't like the country, get out. Go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But all them people from the South, Mexico. And you want them to they, go back to a country that they hate. They don't They don't like it where they live, so they were, they're getting out. But then they come up here and, like, and it's like, no, ah, get yeah, away. Yeah, I know. It's a bunch of hypocrisy. It's It's awful. You should never, okay, so you should never discourage somebody from wanting a better life. Exactly. And if that includes coming to America to get that better life, however you get here, 
We should is how welcome. everyone is reason everyone is here. Yeah, we should welcome those people in because honestly, they do more for our economy than you would. Oh my gosh, you have no idea how much migrant workers put into our economy. Well, you got to think of it now because it's so freaking hard for them to become a, a, an actual citizen and be here legally. It is. It, it's that's a, why it's a that's why process. illegal immigration. And, and I will say, it is out of control. But but. but but the reason it's so bad is because it's too damn difficult to do it legally. Yeah, it can take up to ten years to get and here legally. Yeah, so they so they're coming over here Ill- illegally because that's the easiest way to do it. And most of these people are doing like they call them day workers. Yeah, they get paid in cash. Yeah. Okay, so they're over here and they're they're doing all this work and they're they're probably making good money too. Yeah. But they're getting paid cash. If they were coming over here legally, they'd be doing other jobs as well, not being paid in straight cash. And that would end up being better for the government because then they're paying taxes. Mm-hmm. They're not paying taxes on this cash job that they're getting. Yeah, and I, and and I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, well, these immig- these uh, immigrants or these illegal aliens are getting welfare, and that's not okay." I, that is coming from people who have never had to apply for welfare. Okay? I, I'm sorry. I was one of those people for a while because I had never had to rely on, on government help before. And what sucked is when you and I needed help... Couldn't get it. We couldn't get it because we didn't qualify. But and the, the reason process... We, and the main reason that we didn't qualify is because before we got to the situation where we needed the help, we were smart about some things... And we got all of our vehicles paid off. Yeah, we paid off and our cars. And they said, but because yeah. we had vehicles that were paid off in our name, we had too much property. Mm-hmm. And I said, so you're telling me that the only way I can get help so that, that my family can have food, I got to get rid of my vehicles? Yeah. So that I can't get to a job to make money? So that I can't... So you basically, you're making, yeah. you're making me a ward of the state... By making me get rid of anything that could help me improve my life, right? That makes no sense. But going back to what I was saying, sorry, I, no, no, you're fine. No, you're, you're absolutely right. If you say illegal immigrant immigrants are getting welfare and that's not right, that just means you have never had to go through the process and you don't understand the process. It is unbelievably difficult to get help from the state or from the federal government. You have forms and paperwork and hours of your time spent in these government buildings trying to beg for somebody to help you and if you do not have a social security number and if you do not have a state ID they will not even look at you twice Mm-mm. and God forbid but see, but the thing is these people are getting help because they're I mean the ones that aren't just getting directly de- deported I mean they're not just Letting these people starve to death. Well, they're getting help from places like churches and food banks and yeah. stuff like that. But they're not getting government help. They're not getting taxpayer dollars. Except for those and ones that are down there in those really good, good concentration camps we got in the South. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. They're clean. They're clean. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I heard the, the best thing that he could say about the camps that they're separating these families in is Obama built, built them first and they're very clean. Well, and they're treated good. They're, and they're, they're treated clean. good. They're, they're clean. Okay. But okay. Now you talk about that too, and then how 
well, 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 who built them? Who built them? Y'all built them. It doesn't matter who built them. You're still using them. Yeah. I said, that's like saying, somebody comes up to me and said, dude, why the hell did you just kick the crap out of that puppy? I'm like, dude, somebody put the puppy there. And that guy, the owner of that puppy's over here because somebody kicked it over here. So I'm they, just kicking it on down the road. I mean, they, they kicked it first. Yeah, stop kicking puppies. Why? If they kicked it first, and, it's okay. And, and here's the thing that I never understood. When they use that argument, Obama did it first. You disagree with everything Obama did or said or wanted to do. Why are you continuing his policies? You are the opposite of Obama. You are not supposed to do the things that he did. So saying, well, my opponent did it first is not the rousing endorsement that you think it is. Especially when you are, your literal reason for being on this earth or being in this office is to undo everything the last guy did. Why would you not undo this? Because this is horrific, what we're doing at the border. It's awful. They're talking about, oh, they're clean and these people are well taken care of. And da, 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 da. No, COVID is running rampant in those places. They're dropping like flies. The kids are dropping like flies. We have lost the parents of 525. I thought it was 545. It's 525 kids. Okay. They have no idea where these no kids are. No idea where these kids' parents are. So these kids are going to get adopted by white people, have to assimilate, and they're never going to see their parents again because we did a piss-poor job of making sure that we were documenting everything correctly because we were too invested in separating these children from their families in order to prove a point about how terrible it is to try to migrate here. Well, they were using an excuse that we don't think those are really their kids. That's, they're, they're trafficking those, those kids. They're, 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 that's not really their kids. That's not their kids. Yeah, that's and, and they keep of. using that that excuse. But that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, there are some kids who are brought up here by coyotes, and I guarantee you that um, I guarantee you that when um, uh, Trump mentioned coyotes bringing kids to the border, he probably thought they were literal coyotes, like coyote and roadrunner coyotes. <laughs> he said that, and I was like, no. <laughs> but anyway. Well, it's funny you say that because... And it's even more funny because one of my Hispanic friends on Facebook posted a picture of a little Mexican kid in a sombrero riding a riding a coyote. Riding a coyote. (laughs) 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 But anyway, um, so yeah, there are some kids who are brought up here by coyotes, but they should still be able to locate the parents because the parents exist on the grid somewhere, whether they're here or in Mexico. We should be able to locate them. The fact that we have misplaced the parents of these children is unconscionable. I saw the most awful video. I I, I may start cheering up when I'm talking about it because I cried when I watched it. But this mother was reunited with her daughter. They had been separated at the border. Um, And the daughter was maybe a year old when they had been separated. And she was three. When they got her back together, she didn't know her mother. She kept trying to get away from her. No, she had no idea who that woman was. She had no idea. Who, and the mother was just, I mean, she was just. Heartbroken. Oh, it was, oh, it was just making me tear up. It was awful. And the reason given for separating the people at the border 
the reason that they that they started doing that. And Kristen Nielsen, who was the Homeland Secretary for a while, said this. They wanted to deter illegal immigration. In other words, they wanted it known that if you came to America illegally, we would separate you from your children. They wanted that to be the headline. That's awful. <laughs> that That's terrible. And a lot of these people, especially the ones coming from Central American countries, not necessarily the ones coming from Mexico, because a lot of our immigration is not from Mexico. It's from through. Central... Yeah, they're coming through Mexico from Central America. They're seeking asylum. They're not trying to immigrate. They're coming from war-torn countries. And they're trying to get out before their families are killed. Mm-hmm. And we are rejecting them. And what does that make us? Pieces of shit. Yeah. And it's not illegal. And I hear people say, oh, it's illegal to cross the border, blah, 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 blah. When you're seeking asylum, it is not illegal to cross the border. All you have to do is find somebody. Get across the border any way you can get across. Find somebody and say, asylum. And they're supposed to take care of you. And we haven't been doing that. We've just been throwing them in cages, giving them those little space blankets to cover up with, and letting them sleep on the floor. Well, they're, they're, they're clean, though. Yep, they're clean. They're well taken care of. The best ever. Best ever. It, I, I know uh, we try to stay away from Hitler comparisons, but the death camps came pretty late in Hitler's regime. That's all I'm saying. Most of them were work camps and most of them were concentration camps before that. I'm just saying this is this is a step in that direction and I don't care who started it. I don't care if Obama started it. I don't care what those are concentration camps. And we need to end them. Yeah. End I mean it's it just in my view that's just inhumane to treat yeah. somebody like that. I mean I, I felt that way about the people that were that were the inmates when I worked in the prison. Mm-hmm. Well, we treat people like dogs, and then and then wonder why they act like dogs. Well, not they don't all not all not everybody did. I mean, I know I didn't. No, I'm not saying which everybody. Is why, don't hashtag not all men me because I know saying, it's not everybody. I'm just saying, but and there, there was only out of all the guards and stuff that worked there, there was a couple of them that were pricks. Mm-hmm. That oh, I've got the uniform on, I'm big and mighty, blah blah blah. But a lot of us didn't treat them like that. I mean, I've never had issues out of inmates because I didn't treat them like they were freaking dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, I just like, you know, and I just, it it just bothered me that they would treat them like that. I mean, yeah, these people made mistakes and they're here. Yeah. And some of them were violent mistakes. Oh, yeah. Some of them were really bad. Yeah. Some of them were really bad. And, but... Even with that, America is supposed to be the best nation in the world. And... I don't know if we're supposed to be. We just claim that we, we are. We claim we are. There, there's a, there's a, um, a river of American ex- exceptionalism that runs through everything. You know, we teach our children that America is the best country in the world. We, we grow up believing that. But, you know, I actually, I actually had this conversation with somebody on Facebook, you know, a few years ago. He, he kept saying, America's the best country in the world. It's okay. Why? By what metric are you 
calling us the best country. Education, because we're behind a bunch of people in education. Um, poverty level. Poverty level. Yeah. What What are you What are you basing this on? The best country in the world. Economy. Our economy is not the best in the world. Um, GDP is not the best in the world. Um, cash on hand, obviously not the best in the world because we're like a trillion dollars in debt right now. Other than just personal freedoms, because you have so many people out there just go out and do what they want. And, and, and not e- not even personal freedoms either. There's a lot of countries out there that are a lot more free than the United States. We just think we're free because we've been told that lie our entire lives. You well, know, that's why they don't wear their masks because they're 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 free. They don't have to be sheep and wear their mask. Yeah, but they're but you know, with great power comes so great it, responsibility and whatnot. Let them keep their mask off, man. Dumb ones, dumb ones don't need to reproduce anyway. <laughs> Let them work themselves out of the social gene pool. Darwinism. Just get Let rid them of them. Let them work themselves way. out of the gene pool. <laughs> well, are they all come? Hey, were you wearing a mask when you called COVID? No. All right. Well, we got this special island over here. We're gonna yeah. all you bastards over there. Y'all can go out there and do you that. Go, you can go. You could go live your life over there. That's one thing that that irritates me so much about the president right now is his his personal response to COVID. Because can you imagine how many lives would have been saved Sorry, by him I gotta just? Get up. I ran out. You're fine. Can you I'm imagine? To the chair too bad. How many lives would have been saved had he just come out as a personal example and worn his mask on a daily basis? Or just once. Or, or even, yeah. Well, I mean, he's worn the mask a couple of times, um, but he doesn't. Okay, like, and I realize it's all political theater. Okay, but Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, you know, those guys on that side that are running against him wear their mask all the time when they're out in public. They're they're wearing a mask, and I realize that Trump thinks the whole thing is a hoax. Well, my buddy that lives in Pennsylvania, cardboard. He told me the other day that there's still people that he works with. Mm-hmm. I, well, maybe. I don't want to misquote him. I kind of remember him saying that, but I know he was saying that there are still people in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. that believe the whole COVID nineteen thing It's just going to go away. No, 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 no. It's all a hoax. That it's not yeah. real. Like. I, I, Really? People are freaking dead, you idiot. Yeah. What do you think? Well, but just if... One dumb one a day, that's all I want. If the president had just come out as an example, had listened to the epidemiologists who know what they're talking about... Disease experts. The disease experts who've been doing this for 50 years and have managed to get us through pandemics before... Yeah, people died in the pandemics before, but they didn't spread like this, you know. But some of these politically blind people believe what he said over the stupid disease experts. I know. Because he's not listening to them, so therefore, why should I? Yeah. He doesn't think they're right, therefore, why should I? Well, then he just straight out, oh, don't let it run your life. It's not that bad. Yeah, and then he catches COVID, and... Supposedly. Well, here's the thing. I, I believe he had it. But COVID hits people differently. It can hit one person, and they it's basically like a bad cold. And it hits another person, and it kills them. And there doesn't seem to... We can't track 
how that hits yet because it's going to it's it's, it affects yeah. everybody differently. You've got different symptoms that come along with it. There's such a wide array of symptoms that go along with COVID. Um, but he caught a mild case of COVID, and he had 24-hour government-provided health care. He had the best doctors in the world at Walter Reed. Medivac he had to get him there. Medivac to get him there. He had immediate, like he was treated. Sniffles, he was treated. You know what I mean? Like he got sick, he was immediately taken care of. Um, and he was given experimental treatments that we are not, we do not have access to. Yeah. Right? And he recovered. Great. That's awesome that he recovered. But he had access to all of these things that he wants to prevent us from having. He doesn't want us to have government-run health care. He wants that all to be private. Um, more money to be made that way. And more money to be made that way. Um, he doesn't want us to have these experiments. Okay, the experimental treatment he was given, um, uh, Regeneron, you know how it's made? Careful on that subject, but go ahead. Fetal stem cells. From an abortion that was done in the 1970s is how they create and test Regeneron. But he wants to end that, which removes the access for that drug for the rest of us. There's a lot of things about the way he was treated that should piss you off as an American. Because he got everything. And he recovered, and that's awesome. We should all be allowed to get COVID and recover. But typically when you get COVID or when you start coming down with the symptoms, you're not immediately treated at the hospital. They wait until you start to domino, and then they start treating you because they have to see which direction it's going to take because we don't have enough capacity at the hospitals to treat everybody with this 24-hour care that they need when they first get COVID. And that's why people, that's why we've had 200 and, how many is it, 224,000 that's least. died yeah. so far? And the last number I saw was 224, 680 or something like that. Yeah. So we need the type of care that he got, and we're almost being actively denied it. The, the Trump administration is in court right now, um, tried to strike down the last part of Obamacare which I'm not an Obamacare supporter I, I never liked that plan yeah. never because it was a great big reach around for the for the uh, insurance companies big wet sloppy kiss well, it cost a lot of people their insurance it made insurance it didn't cost them their insurance because it put more well, people I, I on know it, that but people it raised that the worked, rates like, like that worked at some of the department stores like some, I won't say names yeah but like one of the bigger department type stores because it said there was provision in there that said if you had these companies, if they had over so many employees, mm -hmm. which this one definitely does, <clears throat> that they had to offer insurance to all full-time employees. Mm -hmm. He said he'd been a full-time employee there for years. Mm -hmm. And almost every employee that was there, they cut their hours down. So that they weren't full-time employees. They weren't full-time employees. The employment rate went up. But the reason it went up is because they hired more people to mm -hmm. cover those hours that their but regular they were all employees. Yeah. But they, had, they just had a whole crap load of part-time employees. But that brings up 
Go ahead. Everybody. And then when they dropped down to a part-time employee, they lost their insurance. That brings up another thing that I'm working very hard in my own way to change or to get people's minds changed. Your health insurance should never be tied to a job. Yeah. That is awful. You should never, ever, ever have to rely on your job to get health care insurance. Because this, we don't live in a world anymore where you can work at the same job for 50 years and retire with a gold watch. That just is not on the cards anymore. I'm sorry, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's, there are no jobs like that anymore. You go from job to job to job to job. Hey, take those somewhere else. That's really loud. Yeah, don't open that in here. You go from job to job to job doing the best you can and you have to wait 90 days for that health insurance to kick in if you even get offered health insurance. Yeah. And if you switch jobs and switch health insurance, now you've got pre-existing conditions which may or may not be covered. Well, it's covered now. It's covered now. Pre-existing conditions are covered now because of Obamacare. They have to cover pre-existing conditions. But the Trump administration is in court right now, about to go in front of the Supreme Court, asking them to strike down the pre-existing condition clause. And Trump is out there saying, oh, no, you won't lose your pre-existing conditions. But well, his administration is he, in court right now trying to strike it down. He signed some bill. Somebody posted them on social media today said he signed a bill protecting pre-existing conditions. That was an executive order. It doesn't stand in the face of the Supreme Court. And the next guy can strike that down at any time. That was a big problem with what Obama did when he was in office because he had he had a Democratic Congress for the first like eighteen months, and then everything flipped, and he had a he had a Republican Congress that he had to deal with for the rest of his term. So anything that he wanted to get done, because Mitch McConnell came out and said, number one, we're making you a one-term president, and number two, it is my greatest pleasure to stop everything you ever tried to do. He didn't give any reasons behind it. He just wanted to stop it because he didn't like Obama. Uh, that's why he stopped all the judge appointments. He, you know, he, he got in the way of everything. Um, so the only way that Obama was able to do anything was he did it by fiat, which I don't agree with. He did um, executive orders for a lot of stuff, and he circumvented how to make a law. But executive orders only stand as long as that guy's in office. And when Trump got in office, he, he struck down a lot of those executive orders by his, using his own executive orders. Because it's basically just a memo that says, hey, we're doing this now. That's all that is. So you can listen to Trump lie to you about keeping the pre-existing condition clause, but it's not true. He's in court right now trying to strike it down. You can look that up. Um, but that again, I want to go back to healthcare insurance should never be tied to a job. Ever, 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 ever. It should be portable. You should be able to take it. And... Remember when we had to pay for our own health insurance and it was 1500 bucks a month? It should never, ever cost that much. How we had to take a loan out on my damn truck just to pay insurance. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful. That should never happen. Healthcare is a right. I'm sorry. I'm just going to come out and say it. Healthcare is a right. Should not be a privilege. Should not be a privilege. And it should not be a privilege only afforded to those people who can afford it. It should be a privilege for 
everyone. And you can call me a socialist if you want to. But even Jesus gave out free health care. Yep. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Okay. What are we talking about? <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're I getting close to time to wrap it up. Well, I have to go to the ENT because of my ear. It's a nightmare. I have to go to the ear, nose, oh, and throat doctor. Oh, ear, nose, and throat doctor, yeah. Yeah. I get to go to a specialist. I, I actually went yeah, to... she, For some reason, she went to the doctor because something other on their ear. I was like, I could have told you there's something wrong with your ear. You didn't have to go to a doctor for that because you don't ever listen. <laughs> and all I said to that was what? Yeah, what? <laughs> but yeah, I have to go to an ear, nose, and throat doctor because um, I've got, she thinks I have eczema inside my ear, which is probably not a good place to have eczema. How many beers is that now? He's counting on his fingers. Because he can't remember. This is six. That's six. <laughs> chug, 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 chug. Just quit sipping that beer. Don't sip it like a lady. Chug it like a man. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Nobody can see you. We're, we're doing a podcast. Nobody can see you looking at me like that. You need to watch your tone, woman. Tell me to watch my tone. Drink the beer. Drink it. Drink the beer. <laughs> still too cold. <laughs> Damn, that's double X stuff is good. Yeah, it is. Let me have to drink one after. Stop that. That was gross. So so sorry for you people having to hear this. This is not ASMR radio. Gross. You ready to wrap it up? We've been going for like an hour and 30 minutes. Actually, I thought it was longer than that. <laughs> well, like I said, we, we missed out last week. We got in, in a little catch up and but it's been a couple. It's been a good couple of weeks, though. I mean. Oh, it's been a great couple of weeks, and I have enjoyed it. Well, I refuse to say any week's been a great week. Well. But what's so funny is like everybody's talking about man the twenty twenty. It's like, do you honestly? Why do y'all keep talking about oh twenty twenty? Can't wait to get. Do you think that on January first of twenty twenty one, all their problems are going to be gone? No, it's just going to be a different year. <laughs> I think. You know. 2020. Oh, okay. So human humans are weird. Let me just let me just say that humans are weird. You're weird. <laughs> Your mom's weird. <gasps> My anyway, kid's mom's weird. <laughs> so humans are weird because bad things happen to us, and we become used to them, and it's not that big of a deal anymore. And we can have bad things that happen to us, and we learn to live with them. Is that dog gonna yak up all over the? floor. You drank your water too fast, didn't you? Which one is that? Is that Ditto? That's Devo. Devo? Oh, poor baby. Anyway, so bad, you know, we get used to anything that life throws at us. You know, you just, just whatever, we get used to it. But 2020 has been such a weird year that we haven't had a chance to get used to anything because every month has brought us something new. Some new horrible thing like we had the sandstorm, we had the murder hornets, we've had COVID. Yeah, I the, that the sandstorm was going to ruin the country. Never saw a sandstorm. Well, no, murder we hornets are going to take over the country. Never saw a single one. Oh, they found a nest in uh, in 
in Washington. They found a nest of murder hornets. They're they're like in the country and they're reproducing and they're moving their way across the country now. So murder hornets came back for the season season finale. Um, and then what what else has happened? This I just like every month it's been something different, and we haven't had a chance to get used to anything because. Say, <laughs> like, geez, you're just let me. Stop, take a breath for a second. Let me take a breath. We haven't even had a chance to get used to COVID yet because COVID keeps changing. You know, the symptoms change. The number of people that are affected changes. The stuff we're supposed to do to stay safe changes. It, you know, and, and, I, and I have to go back to this just real quick. One thing that you're seeing happen, and the reason things are different now than they were back in March as far as what we were supposed to do, is because you're watching science learn and adapt in real time. Typically, when you see a scientific process happen, we see the finished product. We see the paper that was written. We don't see the 150 tries that they got it wrong. We just see the one they got right. When Fauci came out in February and May and said, don't wear a mask, we didn't know at the time we needed to wear them. He was saying, don't wear a mask because we need to save that PPE for hospital workers. And then a few months later, he was like, oh, crap, we all need to be wearing masks. That's not him flip-flopping. That's him taking new information and adapting, adapting with it. And you're seeing this scientific process happen in real time, and it's throwing a lot of people because they're like, well, these people don't know what they're talking about. No, 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 you don't understand. They know what they're talking about. They're adapting with new information. And that's what science does. Mm -hmm. That's the reason what we knew to be a fact 150 years ago isn't a fact anymore because we know more about it now. And that's that's what you have to understand. Nothing is ever static. Nothing ever stays the same. And if 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 it stays the same, then it's honestly it's probably wrong. Would I mean? Do you think that is yeah. is that a because things adapt and change as you as you grow. If you're if you're constantly staying the same, you're not growing as a person. I mean, you just look at how, you know, the Earth's. Well, we used to have these flat Earthers out there, but they're idiots. But oh, we have donut Earthers now too. People that think the Earth is a donut. Those are my favorite ones. No, I take that back. My favorite one is the guy that was at the flat Earth conference and was going to use a, a, a scientific device to prove that the Earth was flat and accidentally proved that it was round. Yeah. That was great. That's my favorite. It's like, well, what you going to do now? He's like, well, my stuff must, must not be calibrated properly. No, it's calibrated properly. It's just giving you the answer you don't want to see. Right. I'm just going to keep doing this until I get the answer that I want. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the whole... Uh, Avengers Endgame. He saw millions of different possibilities and one that they won. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> that was magical. We don't have magicals here. We need them. We do need magicals here. We need a Doctor Strange. I need Doctor Strange to tell me if 2021 is going to be any better. They um, said that, and, and you don't dare say, well, it couldn't get worse. Oh, yeah, because the universe will see that as a challenge. Like, all right. And Mother Nature goes, here, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. It's talking about Mother Nature in, in 2020. We've had so many hurricanes and tropical storms that we are on 
uh, let's see, it's Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot. I think we're on Foxtrot right now. Um, but we've had so many hurricanes that we made it all the way through A and Z and we had to start over again. That's ridiculous. When's the last time we had this many hurricanes and tropical storms and depressions and all the stuff that we had to name? It's nuts. Yeah. It's climate change, people. It's a Chinese conspiracy. Except that if the Chinese have figured out how to control the weather, maybe we need to get on their side. Well, the Chinese already ruined us, man. What do you mean? They ate their bats and sent over to them. <laughs> it was a pangolin. They, it wasn't a bat. They figured out it wasn't a bat. It was the a China virus. The China virus. But you know the virus that we have is not, it's not, not from China. It's not from China. It's from Europe. Yeah. It came in from Europe. But our wonderful leader calling it the China virus. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like ultimately where it started, but it it's like migrated, mutated. And, uh, I just wish he wouldn't tell people he's immune to it because we don't know. There's people who's gotten it more than once. A guy that I work... Um, who was it? Who? Somebody at your work? I'm trying to think. Because they were talking about... He's, this guy saying, Oh, well, I've had it, so I'm immune to it now. I can't get it again. I'm like, bull crap. It's absolutely bull crap. One, the, we've got a driver out right now. This is his second time to get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now, he's supposed to be back on Monday, so hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah. But this is his second time to catch it. Yeah. She's tested positive twice. And the president is out there going, oh, they say I'm immune. Maybe only for four months, but I could go out there and kiss everybody in the crowd, and I'm immune to it. I'm immune to it. Just because you're immune to it doesn't mean that you're not spreading it. My body destroyed that faster than anybody they've ever seen. It's just the greatest. Because he was... Yeah. And how long was Melania out with it? Like, Trump had a mild version of the virus, but she was out for like three weeks. I don't know. Anyway, that goes back to, again, they had the best care in the world. Yeah. You know, the best care in the world. And that's why he recovered, because it was handled quickly and it was handled appropriately. That's why he recovered. But I'm, I'm still waiting because, uh, what was it, Herman Cain? Herman Cain had COVID. And then he was doing fine. He, he recovered from COVID and he was doing fine. And then... Like, 27 days later, he died. And he was doing fine up until the day he died. So it was, it was, you know, COVID will come back and get you if you're not careful, if you don't respect it. So, anyway. Okay, so we're at um, 1 hour and 37 minutes now. <laughs> I'm already getting messages from the guys. Hey, man, it's Saturday night. What are you doing? <laughs> you started your, because I told them, hey, we're about to record, then I'll be on a little bit after that. Yeah. He's like, dude, where are you at? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm actually going to go ahead and post this one tonight so that we can, like, get a jump on the week and just go ahead and get everything posted, and we'll just have it live as of Sunday. And uh, if we can keep on these Saturday schedules, I'll just start posting it every Sunday instead of posting it on Mondays. Yeah. And, you know, like, get a jump on the week and stuff like that. That'll work. Yeah, I think it's... So we've got one more podcast until the election, so... Uh-huh. And I'm not going to sit there and say, go vote for this person or go vote for that person. Go vote. All I'm going to say is go vote. 
Mm-hmm. All I ask is you, you, you have, if you haven't already voted, you have your own personal views on the way you look at things. So all I ask is don't go vote for somebody because their, their name's got a D in front of it. Or an R in front of it. Or has an R in front of it. Do a little bit of research. See what this person's about. What they're claiming they're going to change. What they're claiming they're going to fix. How they're going to fix this or how they're going to do that. Find the one that is closest to your views. Mm-hmm. And then you go get off your butt and go vote for that person. Yeah. And, and let me just... If we don't ever get rid of the political blindness... We're never going to get anywhere. Well, let, let me just expand on that a little bit. Third-party candidates in this country have absolutely no chance of winning. Because of the Electoral College and because of the way that the Democrats and, and the that Republicans... That one dude came close. Ross, Ross Perot. But that, but they changed the rules after Ross Perot to make it impossible for a third-party candidate to ever get yeah, that close. Yeah, because it scared the crap out scared of them. Scared the crap out of them. You need to vote. Vote your conscience. Vote your conscience. But I can tell you that right now, if you want to get rid of the Electoral College, which I want to get rid of because it is don't, an old... I know where you're going with that, but be careful. Don't go. Don't say who to go vote for. Okay. I'm just going to tell you there's one party that wants to get rid of the Electoral College and there's one party that wants to keep it. If we can get through this election and get the party in office that has promised to get rid of the Electoral College and hold them to it, then we can start voting our conscience. Yeah. Because sometimes it's about small changes that you can make now in order to affect larger change later. You have to play the long game when it comes to politics. You can't play the short game. It's just it's just not possible. And... If we can get rid of the Electoral College and institute ranked choice voting, we will have a more fair system, we will get better people into office, and we will affect real change in this country. That's all starts down on just, just, if you haven't already gotten into the early voting, just go vote. Yeah, there are um, 45 states that are doing early voting right now. Get out there and vote. Just go vote. Go find, vote. Find the closest place to you and go. Today was, this is this is Saturday the 24th. 24th. This is, I this is 10 days before the election. This is the last safe day to get your ballot in the mail and actually have it arrive by election day. I heard something on the news, too, that some of these mail-in ballots, they're going to allow them to be counted up to eight days after the election. Yes, but as long as they're postmarked by the election. That's only in certain states, though, because some states are like, nope, day of the election, if it's not here, we're not counting it. But, like, uh, I think Pennsylvania is one of those that they're going to they're gonna allow the, the votes to be counted as long as they're postmarked because they, they just had a Supreme Court ruling, a Supreme Court of the state uh, struck down a lower court ruling that said, hey, we're not going to allow these to vote. And the Supreme Court's like, why? They're votes. They're, they're postmarked by, by election day. Let them count. You know, these people voted. Let their voices be heard. So um, unless this is a landslide one way or the other, we're not going to know who the president is on the 3rd. No. We're not going to know. We're not going to know for weeks. 
Unless this is a landslide. So. If it's anywhere close, they're both going to be all butthurt. Yes. Hollering corruption. Um, 100%. If it's even slightly close, um, there will be lawsuits filed. There will be. This stuff will go straight to the Supreme Court. Straight to the Supreme Court. And. Um, with with the makeup of the judges on the Supreme Court. We know Court. how it's already going to turn out. Yeah, we know how it's going to turn out. But anyway, go vote. Maybe it won't get to that point. Yep. Maybe we can just shut down one side or the other. So um, I will be glad when this election is over so that I don't have to think about politics as much. And so that I can... Why? It always just gets worse afterwards. Well, I, I, I can tell you... I, I'm going to make a prediction. If Trump loses this election... He will run again in 2024. And he'll win. 100%. I'm just, just, I'll, I'll lay money on that. Yeah. You're looking at me funny, but I'll lay money on it. <laughs> anyway. If Trump... I'll even up the ante on you. And speaking of up the ante, we got to figure out what our bet's going to be. we got to figure out the bet. So listeners, get involved. He wins this election. If he does, mm-hmm. I think he will spend the next four years trying to figure out a way that he can still run again in 2024. Yes, I agree with you. And if he cannot figure out a way for him to run in 2024, one of his corrupt little children will run in 2024. And I'm calling them corrupt not because they're Republicans. That's not why I'm calling them corrupt. I'm calling them corrupt because they stole from a kid's cancer charity and they were forbidden by the state of New York to ever run a charity again. They're corrupt. Horrifyingly See, corrupt. But I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, what would be the funniest shit to me? If he spends these next four years trying to figure out a way to where he can run for a third term. Mm-hmm. Whether to get it changed where they can run third. Right. If he does... And he gets it to where he can, they can start running for a third term. If the Democrats were smart, they could guarantee that he would lose in 2024. How's that? They would bring back Obama. You know, people would be all over oh the Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Because then that could be his third term. they bring him back in 2024. And it would be a and landslide. You're talking about again. a landslide? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. There was a lot of people that didn't like Obama. But, now, now, but there the, was the so many people red that... Blue. I, I'm not big on politics. Which one is red? Red is Republican. Okay, okay. so that's what he was saying the other day. There's just going to be a sea of red sweeping the nation. Okay, so okay, I, I, I want to comment on that. If you look at the map, the voting map, it does look like there's a lot more red than blue. Especially if you look at the Electoral College map. Because it breaks it down by states. Right. That's just looking at property. That's not looking at population. Okay? The way that the Electoral College well, works... I, I don't know how that works. I'm just, I was just making a statement that he was saying, watch when this election gets closer, you're going to see a sea of red take over the nation. Everything's going to be red. And, and the, the Democrats are saying the opposite. You're, no, you're watching a blue wave happen. You know, they've been talking about the blue wave that's, that's going to take over. Well, that, yeah. and that's the thing that's always <laughs> about politics is that is how and I, and I've been doing this lately. I know we keep saying we're about to cut this off. I know. But, I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> but I will. 
I've got it set to where they're right next to each other on my satellite radio and my pickup truck. Mm-hmm. That MSNBC and Fox News are right there beside each other. So all I got to do so is hit back, flip and, back forth. and forth. And I have them set the same way in my car. And on my way to work and on my way home, I'll be listening to one of them for just a minute to see what they're talking, just long enough to try and figure out what they're talking about. And I'll flip to the other side just to see if they happen to be talking about the same thing. And it's sometimes, most, a lot of times they're not. Mm-hmm. But the times that they are, it is so funny because they'll be talking about the exact same thing. And the views on them are so mm-hmm. wildly, wildly, wildly different. Mm-hmm. It's humorous to me. Mm-hmm. It could be like, oh, well, this person said this, and that's the greatest thing this person's ever said. Oh, well, this person said this, and they came out looking like an idiot. What you have to remember, too, is at the time of day, when you are going to work and coming home, you're not listening to news. You're listening to pundits. Oh, I, and those I are, know that. Those but are, but, like, but pundits it's, it's are basically opinion shows. It's, a, it's entertaining. Yeah. Just listen to, the, to the, 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 the size of the shovels these people have at work. That they're shoveling their shit with, it's got to be like <laughs> enormous. Enormous. Yeah, snow shovels. I backhoes, backhoes for the shit that they're shoveling. Right, and I'm just like, and I'm just thinking, it's like, I know there's people at home or somewhere listening to this stuff, going hoorah, hoorah, yeah, 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 because they believe everything they hear. You no, know, mm-hmm. if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Well, the news station told me that it's got to be true. Well, what what frustrates me about uh, about organizations like Fox News or MSNBC or to a certain extent CNN is that people mistake pundits for journalists, right? And don't realize that these guys well, are giving opinions, and and their opinions are sometimes they're based in facts, but most often they're based in feelings and. You know, somebody like uh, Tucker Carlson or, you know, uh, Sean Hannity or uh, Rachel Maddow. And I know you hate Rachel Maddow. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's like, oh, my God. But uh, these people want you to know things from their point of view, but they are right. not journalists. They are well, not see, journalists. A lot of those people may be people like me because, you know, I've never been big in politics because it, it always pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really know the difference between one and the other. Yeah, and most people don't. But now I'll, I'll I just give... know the politicians. So, I mean, now every time I listen to something like that, uh-huh. I know that okay, well they're politician-based people. So there's a ninety-five percent chance, sure, that they're lying to me any freaking way. Yeah. Well, I I listen to a lot of Fox News. That that's what's on in my car most of the time. Um, you know, when I'm when I'm here at the house, if I'm watching a news station, it's generally Fox News. I can tell you that their programming in the mornings until about ten o'clock in the morning, from from five a.m. to ten o'clock in the morning, is all opinion. From about ten o'clock in the morning, I'm being generous here. From about ten o'clock in the morning to about five o'clock in the evening, or four o'clock in the evening. It's journalists. And then everything else beyond that is opinions. And 
people like Brett Bear, um, people like um, oh gosh, what is that? What is that woman's name that uh, that does Outnumbered? She does a really good show because she really, I mean, she's opinionated and she's definitely a Republican because she wants to remain employed by Fox News. But she does a really good job of giving both sides. Brett Baer, I love, gives a really good job of giving both sides. Shep Smith was the best one that they ever had on that show and they got rid of him because he was not towing the party line. Because he was too interested in making sure you saw both sides. And not both sides, my opinion, both sides. Here's the facts, you know. And MSNBC does kind of the same thing. They have their opinion shows in the morning and in the evenings and then in the, in the middle of the day they have like actual journalists. And you have to be really careful when you watch these shows. Um, CNN, Chris Cuomo, he's a pundit. He's not a journalist. You know, and, and you can't be fooled by these guys who are, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing trying to get you to believe something. Is that good? Not bad. Uh, trying to get you to believe something from their point of view. Now, I can tell you as far as uh, pundits go, Rachel Maddow is the most... Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? She is the most uh, prepared and... See, I just cannot stand that woman. I know you don't like her. but Because but she, of all the ones I've ever seen, if she finds something negative... Oh, she's smug. ...about the other side... She seems like like she's too, makes her too happy about it. Yeah. But she. And I'm just like, I hate you. She is probably one of the more factually based pundits because she is so interested in making sure that she's got fact over fiction, but it's still slanted because she is so very left wing in her own personal views that everything is colored through that lens. And you have to take her with a grain of salt. Um, I mean, you just have to, but, but anyway, uh, we're almost I take two. them all with a grain of salt. I don't believe a damn word that comes out of your mouth. You, I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying believe every word that comes out of their mouth. I'm saying there are some people you can believe better than other people. And you have to find somewhere that you're getting your information. That's not the daily wire, the daily beast. Box. I get all my important news from the National Enquirer because that's all true. <laughs> well, the National Enquirer is a bunch of Trump supporters. <laughs> that's, that's literally. So you need to go with not the well, National Enquirer, but they got some the, good articles. What's the other one? The Sun or whatever. The, yeah, the Sun. The Sun is okay. The Sun is because they don't endorse anybody. <laughs> Alien stole my dog. Bat Boy. Bat Boy oh, is the reason we got the China virus. <laughs> It's funny as crap because with all this shit going on, and they say it all comes from China people eating a bat. It flipped my crap whenever I saw uh, I had to pull out a brand new quarter out of my pocket and when I went to go put it in the machine. It had a bat on the back of it. I was like, "What kind of crap is?" It was a 2020 quarter and had a bat on it. Quarter had a bat on. I was like, "That's just a slap in the face." National Treasury people, y'all kiss my butt. Oh my gosh. Okay, we got to shut this thing down. Listeners, if you have made it this far, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for not turning it off when we were talking about politics. Thank it you so much. Three tries to get through it, it may have taken them three tries to get through it, but thank you for making it this far. You can find us on Twitter. We got Vaughn Shay0129 on Twitter. We got Cricket Shay, and that's S H E A. 
Um, you can uh, slide to my DMs if you want to, um, or just at me on Twitter. Uh, we got the Shays Lounge on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to post this show a day early this week and try to get a jump on it so that you guys have a day earlier. So you're going to so post it tonight? Or I'm going to go ahead and post it tonight, but okay. it'll, it'll, it'll go live tomorrow. Okay. It, it'll go live at midnight. Um, but that way you have an extra day to try to get through our two-hour podcast. So, we'll do our best not to let this happen again. We need to keep them at an hour. Hey, but, an hour. but you know what? If people like it, maybe we can do an expanded podcast every so often. Maybe. We'll just have to see if people like it or not. Yeah. You know, if you, if you can put up with our shenanigans for this It's long. funny watching a rat stretch. <laughs> anyway, all right. We're calling this. We're calling it. We're done. We ding, love, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Bye. <laughs>